Hey, it's Neville Medora here with the Swipes email for Friday, December 16th, 2022. It's almost the holidays and almost 2023. So let's get started with a swipe, wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and a sketch. So first of all, a swipe. Uh, this old Range Rover ad has it all. It's got a grabbing image of a dirty Range Rover. It has an interest-grabbing headline that says, introducing the most beautiful vehicle in the world. And obviously, it's like a super dirty car, which is kind of funny. And it has this great copy showcasing its features and abilities. And this is definitely a frameable piece of marketing, one of my favorite ads of all time. Um, if, if you're not looking at the email, you should look at this ad. I, I just love it. I don't know if you'll find it all that interesting, but I just love everything about this ad. I think it's a 10 out of 10. Here's some uh, wisdom with a little bit of a copywriting tip. So sometimes a simple before and after photo will explain an entire product without much need for copy. There's not much need to write, not much need to do, just show the before and after photo. So for example, the simple advertisement for a charging device shows this one outlet device replacing multiple charging bricks that take up all your outlets. So it says, switch to a three-port charger that powers all your devices. And it shows after uh, first, and it just it shows like all your devices plugged into one thing. And then before, and it's like you got all these different power bricks and junk you got to lug around. So it's kind of aimed at travelers and people who just want less junk on their ports or their, their outlets. So instantly understand the product with just a simple before after. Like you don't need a lot of copy. You don't need a lot of explaining. And since that charging device is a physical product, you can just see it. So you can actually just show the damn thing in action. It's easy to do that uh, if you have a physical product. But if you sell a service, you can actually show before and after results of your service like these ads. So for example, uh, this one ad, uh, ClickSlow, is showing seven softwares, the thumbs down, and it lists them all out. It says $2.97 monthly versus one software click slow for $27 one time. So obviously they can't really like showcase their product in a before and after all that well, because it's more like a, like a, like a service. Uh, so they just showcase like how many softwares you need versus one software. There's another one called hungry root, which is kind of like a, a food subscription thing. It says before hungry root, empty fridge. And then after hungry food, fully stocked fridge. So I thought that was a clever way. There's some other examples here that instead of showing the service itself, you can actually show the results of the service. Ooh, here's one more. There's one, uh, it's called Stretch It app, and it says May, which is the before picture, and it's like a woman bending over uh, or like on a, on a yoga mat trying to touch her toes. She could barely touch them. In August, and she's touching her toes like, and she's like bent over like a pancake, and you can see that she's def way more flexible thanks to the Stretch It app. Here's something interesting. So I am one distracted person. I get distracted with Twitter, social media, uh, Instagram, and the more you use them, the more interaction you get on each platform. So it makes it even worse. And uh, I'd really like this little Chrome extension app. This is not a sponsored thing, by the way. I just really like this. It's called Focus 45. It's a Chrome extension. And you hit the focus button and, and that's it. It won't let you access all the sites that you like to visit for fun. So for me, it's YouTube, dig.com, Reddit, TikTok. Uh, what else is on? Oh, Instagram, Facebook, Google News, and Twitter. So those are the ones that I cannot use. Now, in the past, I've had these blockers before that absolutely nuclear block everything you need. But here's the thing. Sometimes you'll load up a web page and it won't work while you have one of these blockers on. You're like, what's going on? It's blocking Facebook and it's loading an image or a pixel from Facebook. Um, or it's loading an embed from uh, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or something. And so you can't see it. So the cool thing I like about this is that it has a little thing where you enter a code on the screen and it lets you access whatever site for a minute. But the cool thing is it just gives you a simple, like one extra step to think like, do I really need to go to this website right now? Or am I just doing this out of habit? 
So for example, one of my habits is I press Command T and then the letter T again, and it takes me to Twitter. And what that does is opens up a new tab and opens Twitter and it auto fills everything. And because of that, I just do it out of habit. I didn't even mean to go to twitter.com and it just loads up and I'm like, did I? What, what did I do to do that? And it just, I just instinctively do it. And so with Focus 45, when this is on and I want to work for a bit, it, it blocks that for 45 minutes or whatever time length. And that's really helpful because I, I just don't go to Twitter in that case. So that really, really, really helps me out. And it's really nice. So the other thing you could do is check out a quick little demo that I have on my Twitter within an action. And I hope you like it too. Um, I just think it's a quick and easy way to avoid getting distracted by all the fun stuff out there. Um, here's a here's a fun little uh, picture that I have. I got to hang out with Andrew Tate, this controversial uh, character from the internet. And th the thing is, it's a joke. So my friend Eamon, who's the, the, the former CEO of AppSumo, he just looks just like him. And out of nowhere, this like real interesting character named Andrew Tate came out of nowhere and started dominating. Now, whenever we go out, people are like, was that? that Andrew Tate? And it's just, I don't know, it's kind of funny. It's not very educational for you, but I thought it was funny. Uh, here's a quick little essay about email. So about 81% of people say that email is still their primary form of communication at work. And there's a couple of reasons for this. It's timestamped, it's reliable, it's archivable, everyone has one. It's deposition ready for lawyers. And I will say that a huge portion of my introductions and initial contact with people has moved from email to social networks. But when it comes to making sales, and this is according to my own business results and my clients' businesses, email is still reigning king by like an immense margin. I mean, it's, it's not even close. So if I make a sale or uh, post a, uh, something on social media, like, a, like an offering, a sale, I do get results from it, but like not even close to my email address. And I was thinking like, if I had to get rid of all my uh, marketing channels, uh, social media, email, all that stuff, the only one I would not get rid of is email. I mean, because that's just where the money comes in. And email is just really hard to replace because it keeps evolving. People are like, email's dead. But I'm like, the email we knew in 1999 is not the same email as in 2020. It's, it's barely the same product, if you remember. Spam is way down. Email used to just show you every email that ever came to your inbox. And spam was an immense problem with email. And Gmail, essentially, I mean, I don't know how else to say this. They solved it. Like, I mean, you barely get spam email anymore. Um, images and GIFs load super easy. This used to be a big problem back in the day with email. Like it wouldn't show up right or slow or it was errors. It was, it was bad. Um, Gmail tabs. Oh my God. I love Gmail tabs. They super help sort junk and notification emails. So you can just manage your inbox. I mean, I get a hundred plus emails a day and without the Gmail tabs, I don't know what I would do. Uh, you can store unlimited emails now. This used to be a big problem with email. That storage was like a real problem. And the other thing is you can send gigantic attachments, you can easily sort email into folders. Uh, and email is accessible on any device through many different platforms. So, for example, tweets are only available through Twitter. Facebook posts are only available through Facebook. You can access email from any platform that has an SMTP protocol, which is literally everything. You know, it's the oldest protocol on the web. Not the oldest, but one of them. And so, I mean, you can use it from Outlook. You can use it from Gmail. You go to Superhuman and use that. I mean, you can do anything with your email, you can load it from any app, your college, whatever, it doesn't matter. So it's not this proprietary thing. And people could do uh, make different types of email programs like Apple email is very different than Gmail. It's so you have all sorts of options. And email has just stuck around and got better and better over the years. And I'm curious to where to see where it goes. Anyways, 
I will say email might be a very useful thing to learn in 2023. Like how I build this email newsletter every week. Email newsletters are on the rise. I mean, I've been getting hired left and right for like consulting gigs for people trying to learn to make emails. So pretty interesting. And last but not least, a sketch. So here's my little public PSA that I'm going to stand on a soapbox and say, when trying to schedule a hangout with someone, a 45 second call is way better than 15 back and forth interspersed text messages. And I think few people understand this. So I think scheduling and communicating over text is great. That's mostly what I do. And I do it all the time. But when working out a potentially complex schedule, like you're just like, well, I, I can meet at six, but I prefer to meet at seven. And what if we go from uh, James, Jason's house instead of my house, whatever. There's nothing like a good old phone call to quickly sort this out. Phone calls are synchronous, meaning you can both talk and speak at the same time. Whereas text messages, you send a text, they have to process it, send it back, and it might interrupt them doing something. So sometimes there'll be people that just like won't pick up the phone and they'll keep texting. And it's like, it takes 10, 15 minutes of time where I'm like distracted by these phone calls, trying to, trying to haggle out a meeting time. So I hope you, every once in a while, if you're scheduling something, just pick up the phone. It's so much easier. Anyways, my name is Neville Dora. I hope you're having a great holiday season. I hope you enjoy these little Friday tidbits and uh, tell a friend about it. Copywritingcourse.com slash newsletter, spread the word. I will talk to you later.